0: you know, I sat by my father's bed in 1997. Uh, must have been maybe right at the beginning of September, right at the beginning, because he passed away later that month in September. And I was sitting by his bed, and I, he was laying there with his eyes closed, and I said to him, Dad, well, actually, he looked at me first. And he said to me, do you see that amarella? An amarella is a a flower that comes out of a big bulb, bulb, the bulb, right? And when it's planted in a pot, you see a large part of the bulb sticking out of the ground. Then the roots come from under it in the earth. And that comes out a stem, a big green stem, and often two of them and there are these beautiful flowers that come out of it, pink flowers or red or so forth, different colors. And he said to me, do you see that flower, son? I said, yes, dad. He said, that's what life is like. The Lord plants you. He waters you, you flourish, you grow, you blossom, you bloom, and then you've got to go. Like it or not, you've got to go. In other words, my father was trying to say, Sure, I'd like to stay a bit longer, but I know it's my time to go. And I said to him, I said, Dad, when you see the Lord, what reward are you looking for? And he opened his green eyes and looked at me. I said, Is that a strange question? He said, Of course. I said, Why? He said, What greater reward? than to be called a son of God. And of course, that lies at the very root and foundation of what gives us a hope and a joy in our hearts for what is awaiting us in the presence of the Lord. Beloved, John writes in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. And now we are his children. However, it is not yet made evident or clear to see what we shall be. But this we know, when we see him, we will be like him. Oh, I love these scriptures. And then verse three says, having this hope, let us live holy and so forth. But you see, This is one of the great joys of the Christian life, that we belong in our Heavenly Father's house, that we look for a heavenly home. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 through 16 speaks about Abraham and all those who died in faith, that they knew they were but pilgrims down here and they looked for a heavenly home for a city whose maker and builder is God. And therefore it says, God was not ashamed to be called their God. He's called the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And you see, we have this same reward calling us and compelling us to live, to be found worthy for that which awaits us. But the Apostle Paul had a few other thoughts in his heart about the reward that I feel to share with you today, because not all of us always maybe are mindful of it. Not because we're doing something wrong or bad, it's just it doesn't always come to our thoughts. and I feel to bring it to your thoughts today. So we're talking about look to the reward, okay? And I want to read to you from First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 17 through 20. The Apostle Paul here is writing, and First Thessalonians is known as Paul's first known letter that we have in the scripture and he says but we brethren having been taken away from you for a short time in presence not in heart endeavoring more eagerly to see your face see your face with great desire that's me saying oh I miss you I miss you so much you know You know, if I sometimes say to people, hey, I've really missed you. I have to qualify by saying, I'm not saying, where have you been? I mean, like, I'm so happy to see you. I've really missed you. And that's what Paul's saying. I really miss you. And I desire to see your face. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again. But Satan hindered us. For what is our hope? Or joy, or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? For you are our glory and joy. You know, in 1978, and I think it was late November of that year. I had been invited in the city of Amsterdam in the Netherlands, where I was born and raised, the Netherlands, to come and share my testimony because in September of that same year, Jesus had miraculously saved and healed me when I had had a head-on collision at over 100 miles an hour and broke my neck in two places. So I went there to share my testimony and I had prayed, oh Jesus help me, I felt so nervous. I was, you know, I was just barely 18 years old. And October of that, the previous month I became 18 in October and here it's November, I was so nervous. And, uh, you know, I went over there and I prayed and I thought, what should I do? You know, I didn't know yet how to speak. And I opened my Bible and read a scripture and I didn't know what to say. And I could see some laughing and some starting to pray and that made it even worse. And I had this strong voice in me that said to me, walk through the door and get in the car and drive off. (laughs) You know, really strong, walk through that door, get in the car and drive off, run away in other words. But the Bible says that he who withdraws himself seeks his own way. God is so good to give us his word to hold us back from making the wrong choices in life. Because in my heart at that moment when that voice was so loud in me, I said, no, I trust you, Lord. And the moment that was in my heart, boom, the fountains of heaven were broken open through faith and the waters of life began to flow through me like a river. And I preached for almost two hours and God spoke to those young people and blessed them as I shared my testimony of Jesus. And as I was driving back that night, I was listening to a cassette tape by Andre Crouch singing about the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. (laughs) Oh, such a powerful song by Andre Crouch, The Blood. And I'm singing it with all my heart and rejoicing that Jesus enabled me to speak for him and speak by his spirit and power to these precious souls. And the heaven opened and I had an open vision while I'm driving. and and I'm sure it only took a split second because I, I never deviated my driving, but I saw myself walking into heaven and the light of heaven felt like wind, it was alive. Oh, it went right through me, it was glorious and the light was so bright. And as I'm walking into heaven, I'm looking to my left and I see multitudes of precious souls standing in the dark looking. And then I look to my right and saw multitudes of precious souls looking. And I began to weep and I said, no, Jesus, no, Jesus, I don't want to go to heaven alone. And you see, dear friends, our Savior didn't go to heaven alone. He took you and me with us, with him. And He wants us to have this same sense of reward. And I know my mother and my father paid a horrific price for my salvation. I was so rebellious. And I was so unwilling to listen to them. And they had to cry and pray and cry and pray and put up with a lot of my shenanigans. But Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is an amazing Savior. And He saved me. He saved me when I was 17 years old in September of 1978. And oh, my joy, my joy of salvation is still growing stronger and stronger and stronger every day because my Savior is forever being more beautiful, more amazing, more loving and more good. But you see, the Lord wants us to not just have this joy of salvation for ourselves. For the Apostle Paul, he said, what is my hope then? My joy or crown of rejoicing. Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus at his coming? You are our glory and our joy. You see, the Lord would have us have such a reward in our spirit. And God wants you to be faithful in sharing his love with those around you. And when they have pushed it back like I pushed it back in my father's face, in my mother's face, don't give up. And when you feel, oh, pastor, I can't do it anymore. I feel so hurt by their rejection. Jesus will give you a renewed love for them. He will give you a renewed joy. And oh, what a joy it is when you see the miracle happen and their hearts opening. And now you have this crown of rejoicing, this incredible reward of knowing they will be with you in the presence of the Lord Jesus. You know, in. 2 Thessalonians and I love this this scripture verse here he says when he in verse 10 comes when Jesus comes in that day to be glorified in his saints and to be admired among all those who believe because our testimony among you was believed therefore we also pray always for you That our God would count you worthy of his calling, of this calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness, the Apostle Paul had this incredible weight of glory in his heart for others. And it compelled him to to fight for that to the last of his days. He said in his last letter in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, he says, I have fought a good faith. I've kept the faith and I know that Jesus is standing ready with a crown of righteousness, but not just for me only, but for all of you who have loved him. And the Apostle Paul could not do anything else but share the love of Jesus with others so that the reward of him might grow in seeing them receive what he had received and share what he was about to enjoy in the presence of the Lord. And I pray this same loving heart of our Savior is ever increasing in your heart, compelling you to share his kindness and love with those around you, never wearying of drawing on him to be able to give more of him. And that when you're hurt and wounded by the rejection or the pain of the attitudes of others, that you allow Jesus to renew your heart with his love, to heal your heart with his love, to restore your goodness, his goodness in you for others. And that with renewed mercy and renewed love, you come back to them. Come on, there is a reward that the Lord has to fill your heart with that I'm talking to you about today. It's the same reward the Lord was looking for, that we would all stand before the throne of God to the praise of the glory of His grace. Oh, my dear friends, that reward is such a delight to carry in your heart and to be able to see come to pass in your love for others. Have a good day.